Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Oh, well, it's been a minute. Welcome back to another episode of your favourite golf podcast. It's Golf is Ruining My Life. I am Tom Green. He over there, we call him Tom Price, don't we? They do. That's what. That's that's the name I go by. Um, sorry, Tom, I'd love to come in all buoyant, but unfortunately, golf has been ruining my life recently, so... Um... Oh, what are you... You know this is the safe space where you're allowed to discuss this. If you if you are sad, there's no better place than here to talk about it. I'm really sad. I'm really sad. I played in the my first ever medal the other day. Was this... Is this a monthly or a quarterly? It was the monthly. I believe the quarterly is this Saturday coming. I shan't be going anywhere near that. Thank you very uh, much indeed. What happened? I'm just terrible at golf, Tom. I just missed... I've worked it out... Uh, later on, I missed nine fairways. Bearing in mind that um, two of those, uh, of the 18 holes, two of them are par threes. No, in fact, more than two. Three par threes. So, no, oh, you didn't hit any green in regulation on a par three? Didn't par hit, one. Didn't hit any green in regulation on a par three, and I missed nine fairways. I was spraying it everywhere. I was playing with your mate, Jay. My oh I, yes of course Jay lovely Jay podcast um, podcast listener yeah he was sort of saying it was weird because it was like the podcast was coming to life and that started that was how he started oh this is nice I'm hanging out with you and we can play some golf and by the end he just turned to me and said I finally met someone who's more neurotic about golf than me Jay is a proper golf geek he loves it yeah well I'm I think I've, I wouldn't say I've out geeked him because he's he probably knows more than me but in terms of neuroses and uh, just sort of surviving an eighteen hole panic attack I think I, I trumped him do you think the fact that you were playing with a quote-unquote fan of the show threw you off <laughs> no i didn't I, I, it's I, like a meet and greet some yeah. people charge for this you know yeah i should have actually Shh, that's a damn good point do you think i can retroactively charge him and ask him to chuck a bit of cash my way cover my costs i think i think you just invoice him and say you know the work's been done so he was probably disappointed to be honest because he was probably hoping for the you know the, the witty repartee that we've already heard on the episode today and what he got was a man just slowly grinding his own face into the filth i got a nine on a par five i got a nine Tom. <laughs> <laughs> which one uh, the fifth at Muswell Hill. So you lost a ball. You must have lost yeah, a ball. Left off the tee into the rubbish. Then I classic junk, classic junked my replacement. This is how bad I was, Tom. And uh, many of you will appreciate this. Even my second golfer was crap. That's how bad I was. Oh, that's yeah. When when the second guy's not even stepping up, that's when you've got real problems. And it was. Do you know what was good though? And Jay, will I've be- by the way, yeah. I've, I've I've had a ten on that hole. So yeah, that does make me feel marginally better. Um, but do you know what uh, I was quite pleased about? And Jay would probably disagree with this. I I, I was neurotic but i didn't blow up i didn't get angry i didn't really maybe i shouted oh god once or something at one stage when i missed a tiddler but um broadly i stayed 
you know, like I was quite, I was saying silly things. I was saying like, oh, I don't know why I do this. And I was saying, oh, you know, God, golf's <laughs> awful. But I wasn't saying, I wasn't screaming I don't screaming know why I do this is my favourite. Why yeah. do I do this? I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I'm here. I mean, that's how it felt because part of the problem was that, and Jay, the delightful man that he is, my son had a lesson. I put myself down for a little wumble on a Saturday for nine holes. Jay jumped on and went, oh, hello, mate. Why don't we do the medal together? And I was like, do you know what? It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'll jump off half an hour early. My son can have extra half hour chipping. And then he goes off to his lesson and then he plays his nine holes. I'll finish about the same time as my son. Oh my God, this is all coming together. This is going to be a great afternoon. And then golf got in the way. That is why I got so cross. You know, when you have that thing, it's the, we talked about this last year on the, the, the trips. You go on your big trips and oh, it's all going to be amazing because you're with mates and it's nice people and it's a beautiful day and look at this beauty that surrounds you. And then golf comes along. Yeah, if you really care, that's going to be an issue. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem, because you've let it affect... Did it affect the rest of your day? Well, of course. It's affected the rest of my life since then. Yeah, see, this is, I a, mean, this is, a, this, this is a problem. My son, on the way... Because, of course, right, I then said I'm not... I'm, I said, and I remember doing this speech last summer to Jimmy, I said, I'm going to have a few days off. I'm, do you know what? I might even have a few weeks off. Almost like I'm fishing for compliments from the golf world. Like, like I'm expecting the golf world to say, oh, "No, don't do that, Tom. To come back, yeah, come back. We'll, we'll give you, we'll give you a seventy-two if you come back. If, you, if you're really good, maybe you'll get one par somewhere. Um, like, like they, like it cares. The golf world doesn't care. And Jay was like, "Yeah, maybe." And I was like, oh, "Okay." Um, anyway, I was back within twenty-four hours. Of course, I was. Oh, you addict! You absolute addict! What did you shoot then in the medal? Let's talk numbers. Eighteen over par. <laughs> Eighteen over par. It's a classic twenty-four handicap, that basically, isn't it? You're a, you're a twenty-four handicapper, mate. I felt like it. I've just, I've completely, I've, I've frazzled my brain with thoughts, and I, I just won't stop tinkering. I can't leave it alone. And I go in the net, and I think when it works, I'm hitting balls better than I've ever hit balls. Like I'm seriously like, oh my god. And I've got these new, um, these Mizuno's I'm playing with. Um, the RBXs are amazing. I feel really good. Um, well done. Oh, the balls. Yeah. Sorry, the balls, the balls. Not yes, the clubs. The no, I wouldn't change clubs. No. Um, uh, it's like, dig, uh, you're throwing Cobra under the bus so quickly. No way. Um, uh, you know, uh, so this sort of... Um, I feel like I'm playing. Do you get this? When you feel like you're playing really well, but my ability to score is just in the ground at the moment. It might be because I've played loads of match play recently and I haven't really put many cards in. I've just been playing, knocking it about a bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a completely different sport. If you're yeah. if you're playing match play, that's one thing. To then go, okay, I'm going to card, I'm going to look at numbers, I'm going to try and put a score together. That's such a different way of thinking. Yeah, it is. It is. And you, when you're doing the cards, you're properly placing balls and you're, you know, you're not taking that rescue wood from under the tree trying to bend it round, uh, which you might do in match play because the other guy's on the green, so you've got nothing to lose. But- and then it comes off and it's great and you feel great and it's all going... It's all going well. Yeah, and you've got a partner to say, "Wee, that's great, here we go, you know, and he'll he'll deal with the mess as well. Maybe that's part of it when you're in foursomes. Part of you thinks, well, if I screw it up, Amos can jump in the hedge and play it. Yeah, th- yeah, they'll help me out, I'll, yeah. You know, I'll get my biscuits out for that one. Um, so it was a terrible experience. This has surely been a long time coming, though, because your golf game has been getting better and better and better, so it's quite nice for mm. reality to bring you back down a little bit. And also, and I would say this to anyone else who is currently in the thick of it in, in that way, you do get better off the back of it and it is an annoying speech that I often give people having it themselves like A I was way too hard on myself I I really was I was watching some of Rick Shields the other day because Rick is way too hard on himself I think he edits a lot of it out people I know who've played with him say he's really down on himself and I was doing a bit of that as well so that's the first thing I didn't play that badly I made it much worse than it could have been but also Mm. when you are having technical problems and you're doing a certain thing 
it, when you come through that and you fix it and you work it out, you're a much better golfer. So for every time you have those rounds, it isn't this. It shouldn't really be despair. Really, you should be thinking, okay, all right, no, no, don't worry, we'll work that out. We'll work that out. Yeah, in your way of playing, the highs are the highs are higher, but the lows are so much lower. Surely, yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was just, and it started quite nicely. I was like, par bogey, par par bogey, like two over through four, thinking, okay, all right, and then the nine came along, and then. Yeah, it just went. It went very rapidly downhill from there. It was all off the tee. All the problems came off the tee. I just, I was just spraying it absolutely everywhere. But we've said this so many times about that golf course, my ex golf course. Oh, I, yeah. am a, I am a, I am a, a Muswell Hill. Um, is it Illuminati? Mm. It's, it's my, it's my al. What, what's it when you? What's your old uni called? Your Almanarte? Yeah, or something like your that. Alma Golfer. Mm. Yeah, mm. and it's, we've said it before. It's such a tight golf course yeah. that there's so many other golf courses that if you spray it off the tee, you're all right. The number but you of just times. don't get away with it at Muswell Hill, and that's why it's a card ruiner. Yeah. I don't think you would ever shoot an 18 over on. A lot of courses around the UK, but Muswell Hill just has that ability to rip your soul out if you can't get off the tee. Because it's a small space, so you're, you're spraying it into trees all the time. And the number of times I play at other courses, spray it off the tee and someone goes, yeah, you'll be right over there. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? No, I've, mm. I've assumed I've just hit it into golf prison. No, 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 no. Just play it over. You're on the other fairway, yeah. mate, and then you'll probably just be able to hit a seven iron back over to the green and it's, it's actually all totally yeah, fine. Yeah. I love those golf courses. Yeah, I know. Of course, it's a tr- it's an absolute dream. But um, listen, I, I, weirdly, I do. I feel really good about it. I'm playing uh, this evening. I'm, we're recording this at what half twelve. I am going up this evening with my boy for nine holes. He is totally hooked. By the way, he is fully like on a golf drip now. He, he wants to play every single day, which is amazing. Um, so I'll play nine holes with him. I'm playing with my mate Jimmy at Richmond on Thursday, and then I'm going on a golf sort of golf family holiday to Littleston in Kent all next week so golf is everywhere in my life i've got all these golf things happening in my life like i'm playing tomorrow playing thursday going on a golf-based holiday with my family next week what <laughs> where to so littleston in kent it's a great course and they have a junior week and um my boys best friends are members there so they're sort of being wrapped into it and we're hiring a little cottage really nearby the course we buy, we ride a bike over to the course every day and then they get an hour's tuition they get to play on the little warren course um and then they have football tournaments they have a sandcastle building tournament a uh, tournament like competition on the last day they have a golf tournament on the main course with a four with the grown-ups and that's our that's our big summer holiday mate that's why we're going to kent next week so this sounds like this sounds like one of the greatest things of all time it's so good i'm so he's going to be with his well they're going to be with their mates it's dog friendly so we're bringing both of our dogs that's right you heard me both of our dogs um it's just going to be hopefully the weather's looking okay a really nice week at a gorgeous part of the world littleston down in kent it's a wonderful course um so yeah and then it gets better and then on the um, Friday, after the foursomes tournament, we drive over to Winchester, where we're staying at some cottages, right? Some little, um, what they're called, not little sheds, not little barns, oh, cabins. Oh, uh, is, is it like a uh, shepherd's hut? Yeah, yeah, that'll do one of them, um, which is actually on this little island of cabins in the middle of uh, Winchester Golf Course. So then we're staying there for a couple of nights with our other friends and playing more golf there. So you've really cracked being a dad since your son's got into golf. So this has actually been game-changing for you. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's like he, he loves it and my wife's perfectly happy because it's nice countryside and she'll walk the dogs. and Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah, it's, it's weird. The game of golf is absolutely killing me from the inside. The things that golf is bringing my family in our summer holiday is a wonderful thing. 
Yeah, I think it's really hard, isn't it? Because I'm in a place with golf right now where, because I'm not even going to bore you with the house move situation, oh. the admin, the, the the offers, the... Have you ever heard of best and final? My God, it's stressful. Oh, um, it's all going on. But yesterday I went for dinner at the Grove, right? Yes. And driving through the grove and driving through the land there and looking at the golf course and the grove is about 15 minutes from my new house i was like this is where i could be a member this is the sort of golf that is is lying ahead of me yes and i don't think unless you're a member in london like if you're a member of any golf course outside london the sort of golf that i'm talking about is the golf that you have day in day out guys oh my god this is the golf that anywhere outside of a major city mm. these are the courses that you play all the time mm. but as someone that's lived in london for so long yeah. and we're used to let's be honest substandard courses in london unless you want to pay an absolute fortune mm. it's just so exciting to be in these grand halls where there's like an amazing golf course on your doorstep and it's not going to break the bank a bit more space yeah 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 that those are i mean the grave is very nice that is Mm. that is a very nice place is that where you're going to join and are you sort of going around flirting with them all yeah i i'm gonna join somewhere quite special because i think i'm gonna be a member there for a long time now Mm. i'm gonna be in this part of the world for a long time so it's worth spending the money to get the membership and have something really great that makes you want to play more because i've not played in ages i've not played in forever because i don't have membership now and there's so much going on in my life that i've not had the routine to go okay i'm gonna play in the midweek or i'm gonna play in a weekend Mm. and i'm gagging to start playing again we have got a case of life is ruining your golf at the moment haven't we life has totally ruined my golf mm. totally 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 ruined my golf and where there's no majors on i'm not watching a lot right now i just cannot wait for the Ryder cup to be around the corner yeah. and then get into that i've been reading loads of articles about the Ryder cup which is made me so exciting because i think maybe europe has a chance do you why have you told yeah. yourself that do you? i don't know i read a few i read a, i read a really interesting article in golf uh golf monthly talking about the side that uh we're putting together and when you look at the names the names are good your rams your rory's yeah. your victor hovland's yeah, yeah i mean go on uh, T- your Tyrrell uh, Hatton. yeah Tyrrell yeah um i'd like to get the fitzpatrick brothers can't we get the yes. fitzpatrick brothers in why can't they both yeah, play i would love i'd love to have them both he's gonna play matt's gonna play yeah, well, of course he is, but I mean, like a sort of British, like a Sheffield Molinari, Sheffield's answer to the Molinari twins. And also, in years gone by, because it is a team sport, often we may not have the best players in the in the terms of the sort of the global rankings. But when they come together as a team, we always did so well because we played so well as a team. So mm. you're right. On paper, it's often very hard to predict the Ryder Cup. However, I'm happy to predict it and say we're going to lose. Did you see the uh, article that came out about? Um about Phil's betting on oh. on on the uh, Ryder Cup oh. during a Ryder Cup he was part of he he bet during a Ryder Cup he was actually in i mean yes. for me that feels and this is just my personal opinion and not the opinion of the golfers ruining my life uh, bank account but that feels illegal yeah i think he's maybe denied the claims that he did it because mm. i think it is illegal i don't think you're allowed to i think the claim was that he um he used a proxy so he was uh, betting through someone, um, which, yeah. Is... Hello, I'm Mill Fickleson, and I'd like to bet. <laughs> Lovely moustache, Mill. 
That's weird. He just signed his credit card with his left hand. Mm. To be fair, if if Phil took his glasses off, he could walk in here and I wouldn't recognise him. It's true, especially with his weight loss. He looks completely different now. You'd have no idea, would you? You'd just be like, God, who's that midlife crisis on legs? Jeez. Mill! Oh, hello, Mill. Uh, the, the numbers were like he's he's gambled in the high millions over his life. Sugar. But they, they said it was something quite interesting where the numbers are insane, but the equivalent of a hundred grand um, in the dollar salary mm. means that he's a, he's betting a hundred and fifty dollars on each game, which yes is, is is still a hell of a lot of money. Yes, but it makes it a little bit more understandable. Do you know what I mean? Scaling it down based on his income. Yes, yeah, it feels like a weird way to do it, though, doesn't it? If a, still a lot of money to be betting, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's still paying a lot of cash on a game that he was allegedly actually playing in. That's just dodge. Um, let's let, let's have some breaks. Let's have some let's have some ads, and hopefully there'll be an advert for a betting company. That that'd be appropriate. Come on, bet friends. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Golf is golf is Ruining, ruining mm. My. Uh, yeah. I've been watching a lot of TikTok recently mm. and there is there there is these videos of I think it's golfers in South Korea. Okay. Where there is a much more of a habit of golfers just going to the driving range and playing indoor golf as a, as opposed to going to the golf courses. Yeah. They just go to driving ranges and, and hit balls. Yeah. And there is this bloke on there who has the slowest but most rhythmic swing oh. I've ever seen in my whole life. And I mean, when I say slow, I mean it's probably three seconds back. It's like one two wow. three through no. it's it's like watching someone pour cream and the way he hits it and the connection this bloke gets is unbelievable oh. so since watching all these videos i'm determined that when i come back and start playing more i'm going to change my swing to be more like that because it's it's i've never seen rhythm like it it's a great direction of travel that you've been going in when you were still playing golf before you decided to concentrate your efforts on selling a house um yes. the difference it made and i was quite inspired by it i slowed down my swing which has never been too quick uh, but it has the thing i've done is i've uh, instigated the and again this is because of watching stuff on uh, instagram uh the the ben Cooper pause as i'm now calling it Oh, at the top of the swing. Yeah, man. I, re- I love his swing. Uh, he doesn't go all the way back. He does go... It, it does stop up there, and he stays... He stops for a second. And I try to do it when I'm playing, and it makes me realise, when I'm playing, I, once I get to a certain point in my swing, it, it, panic takes over. <gasps> oh, I hit the yeah. ball. And that pause just makes you go, just wait, just wait. And when you're playing well, and this sounds mad, but there's a moment as you're coming down towards the ball where just, there's just a flicker of a thought that just says, just wait, the club's going to get there. And and if I'm ever if I'm thinking like if I'm thinking that I'm playing well if I'm just thinking that just wait don't worry man don't worry it's only- my social feeds are only people's golf swing basically that's all I get put to me on TikTok and Instagram I was and yeah, it's exactly my so. broad analysis of that is that the worse the golfer especially at the amateur level yep. the faster the swing hundred percent 
100%. Pretty true, isn't it, as a broad stroke of an idea? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the 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 slow... And this is the thing we said when we went to the, uh, the Open at Royal Liverpool a couple of weeks ago. The rhythm, apart from a few exceptions, the rhythm of all of those guys was pretty much the same. Yeah. It all had a similar sort of rhythm to it. And if all of those guys are doing that, there must be something in it. Yeah, and if yes, John Rahm swings fast and short, mm. and Rory swings really fast on the way through, but it's it's more about slowing everything down for the amateur level, yeah, and getting finding a rhythm and knowing that you don't have to swing that club as fast as you can to get yardage. You would much rather be at the middle of the club and get all the forgiveness that's built into the irons that we're all playing with these days yeah. than swing at a million miles an hour. Can I let you in on my new thought at the moment, which I'm, there's a couple of things I'm taking to the course with me today because we take... Shock. We take, Shock. Uh, uh, Tom's got uh, a few swing thoughts of, to give us. But also, every single swing thought you are convinced is the one. Um, oh, Yeah. But t- I'm going to stand a bit further away from the ball. I've been getting a bit trapped, a bit stuck, all a bit too close and squidged up. You know what I mean? When you come in, yeah. it's a little bit close. But the other one is to swing slower on drives. Because like I was saying, off the tee, I was everywhere. And I, I think a part of that is a sort of panicky whipping at it. You know what I mean? Just go- mm. I And I went in the nets. And I think a lot of the reason I play well in the nets, well, A, because I can't see the ball. But you know when you strike a ball well, it's because I swing really slowly and i think i get on the tee and i've still got this part of me that goes whack it go on go on whack it give it a good whack see what happens if you whack it um yeah so i'm i'm really gonna i'm really gonna try and work on that don't you think there's a there's a degree of clutching as well clutching at straws i find that when i play golf is that instead of the confidence of the driving range where you do sort of you swing fast but you swing carefree so it sort of doesn't matter but you can't be carefree on the golf course mm. so you can't swing fast you've got to, you've got to take out that the, you described it earlier at the top of your golf swing of like panic mm. hit it as hard as I can swing fast yeah. like you've got to take all that out and it's just got to be crystal clear slow and easy and work on connection yeah and it's once you get it oh god I might go to the driving oh, range mate, after this I, really, I want it I need it I really hope like I said before on this I really hope that you're listening and you are on your way to golf or on your way to the driving range now and I hope that I don't know I don't want to muddle and, and clutter your brain with even more thoughts but I hope it gives you that I don't know like like someone was telling me they go to a teacher who doesn't really give them specific things. My guy Howard is very, you know, uh, uh, technical. He's very technical, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. But I like the idea that we are a sort of, in a sense, um, a sort of a, a, a podcast version of that teacher that does it all on feel. Just go in this vibe. Get yourself into this mood. Get yourself. In- are we golf gurus? I think we might be golf gurus. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. But I, I like that. I like the idea that this is a good listen to get yourself into a sort of rational, calm state of mind before you play. Because too often you turn up and have ludicrous expectations. As I've said before, the best round of my life. I rocked up and thought, I'll be happy with eight over today. And I remember really clearly thinking that. And it kept me so calm, so calm. Um, And I think that the same goes for that swing when you just go slow, slow, slow. And just don't try and smack it. You've got this three wood that's going to hit the ball miles, no matter what you are doing with it. It's going to go. We are the Eckhart Tolle of golf, oh aren't we? Oh my god, the power of golf! I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of a power of now pun, but I can't. I can't, I can't really. I can't really work on one, to be honest with you. Yeah, I. I just need to get back on the driving yep. range. I need to get hitting balls. I just think we're in a weird period at the moment, yes. where because all the majors have done, yep. but we're still in the middle of summer. It's that weird feeling. It's, Do you have this? Totally. I don't understand why the golf world has built this calendar where peak golf, there's no actual majors on. It's really odd. Yeah, why does it start in April and, with then, the Masters? And they used to but be. But now in August, it's just 
just nothing. But there used to be a, there used to be the uh, the PGA used to be on now. Yeah, it'd be after yeah after the open. I don't understand why they've done that. There's a big. I mean, I know there's been this crazy thing on last week, which was just boiling hot. They were basically playing on Mars, as far as I could work out. Did you see that yeah. footage? All these golfers yeah. just yeah, just yeah, yeah. sweat coming out of every pore. Um, but I don't understand why there isn't a big. And we've said it before. I know the Ryder Cup's coming, but where's the match play event, guys? Where's some Where's some stuff? Do some stuff in August. Did you see Bryson's 58 as well or something stupid yeah, on Liv? Yeah. But he, he said something really interesting. Did you see the off the reds tip he gave? No. This was fascinating. And I think, do you know what? I actually think you could benefit from this, Tom. Cool. So Bryson gave this tip that when he was uh, when he was getting quite good at, at golf, as a, not as a junior golfer, but in his like late teens, mm. he wanted to get better at being under par mm. and feeling what that would feel like. Oh, yeah. So he used to go and play off the reds. Yeah. Because he would therefore go round in five under, eight under, ten under. Ah. And instead of panicking when you're seven under, I mean, that is a sentence I've never said because I've never been... Oh I panic at seven over. But he was like, he wanted to get used to being seven under and feeling calm. That's brilliant. So he'd play off the reds where he would basically be putting everything next to the green and chipping and it's a chipping and putting game. Yeah. And he got calm in being really low. And he said that was the reason that when he shot his 58, he could do it because for him, he'd been there before. He'd played 10 under, 12 under rounds. He does have, doesn't he? I know it was on live, so it doesn't really count but he does have <laughs> okay fine it counts it counts as one round but but bryson if there was and this is a good question who is the sleeping and bryson's probably the answer who is the sleeping giant in golf at the moment who is not performing at their optimum you could say justin thomas but i would say he's not a giant bryson has got a potential to be well as you see 58 or whatever it was 59 who is the person who you're like why aren't they really doing ridiculous things right now yeah i think bryson's the obvious one i think um I th- I think what's his face? Oh, I can't remember his Min name Woo now. Lee. And he's he... Min Woo, uh, Min Woo Lee's the guy now. Yeah. Like which is crazy because we've been on Min Woo Lee for two years yeah. on this show talking about Min Woo Lee. Yeah. And I, I got put on Min Woo Lee when he started doing stuff with Rick and I was like as soon as I saw that I was like, This is the guy mm. and He's going to be a world beater. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Next year, when we start talking about on this show, major predictions next year, yeah. Min Woo Lee is the guy next year, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I think he's performing well for his level. Um, that Ricky Fowler is my one that I think could be a world beater, mm. given the right confidence. He's going in the right direction. Yeah. He he should be one of the greatest of all time, but is just struggling to convert. In terms of the good season, bad season then, because if you do think, well, the Ryder Cup, is something they do after the main season and the major season is now over and this is a big question to be asking you know three minutes before the end of the show um who has had we know who's had good seasons but who has had uh disappointing seasons obviously justin thomas that's a very well publicized one there's there's uh, like colin morikawa i i really rate him and i'm sad for him he's not had a great season at all he's had a really bad season and what was it two years ago when he came flying through the ranks yeah. there was a moment where Colin Morikawa was the, is this the new Tiger Woods? Yeah. Is this the world beater that's going to go on and win win everything? Yeah. And obviously the answer to that is no. But <clears throat> will there ever be a Tiger Woods era again? And I, I don't think there will be. Mm. I don't think there will ever be someone who comes through and owns the game like Tiger did. And there's arguments on either side whether you view this as a good thing or as a bad thing. I've heard people say that the... the the era that we're in in golf right now is quite boring because there's no huge superstars what? dominating no. the sport. That makes it amazing. I love that. But 
yet on the other side of the argument you have anyone can win yeah of course i think that's great and and as soon as you get into the soap opera of all the different personalities um you know one one person i think has had an outstanding season is fleetwood i think tommy fleetwood is it could have an amazing Ryder cup because he has been in america doing it there on the pga week in week out and you see his name the number of times i slap on my sky sports on a friday night seeing who's going to get in for the weekend on some random you know tour event on the pga and in the bottom right hand corner i'll see fleetwood like he has had a fantastic season don't you wish there was someone dominating them? no i don't want a federer or a Djokovic. i don't want that at all no 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 i want so i want it to be this incredible melting pot of oh my god now scotty's exploded into life and for me that just means that the standards are even higher like like you know if here's a question if tiger came through now fully formed would he be as outstanding or did he come through fully formed in an era with golfers who weren't as good as they are now have golfers got better golfers have definitely got better yeah. he he came through in an era where fitness wasn't exactly. Um, paramount people weren't putting time into fitness and he came in and put all his time into fitness and he had that killer mentality yeah. which paid dividends for yeah, him yeah i think so that's why no one's dominating we've said this on the show before what would be the thing i think we said it to potentially we, we had this in one of our chats with one of our guests what would be the thing that you could come in and change right now in your game and it would prove as paramount as what Tiger mm. did. And it's hard to put your finger on anything because Bryson tried to do it with distance and that proved to be incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Not incorrect, but it didn't. It wasn't a clinching moment that changed the sport, even though he was outdriving everyone. Mm. Mm. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's the mental game thing. I, there has to be something. But that attitude of Tiger Woods, it's the famous interview, sitting in that interview going, I come here to win. And the the the, the, the man interviewing him says, you, like, you'll see. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. He, laughs, he laughs see, at him. You'll he literally learn. laughs at him. Yeah. That, I don't think you get much of that attitude anymore, mm. really. Because it, it did borderline on arrogance well of course it has to it has to i think you get i think you get a lot of oh i feel like i can win or i'm playing great golf or i believe in myself but not like i am here to win Mm, mm. i'm here to like i'm better than these guys i'm here to win there's none of that and i I, that's i love that well yeah certainly not from someone who was however old tiger was in 97 when he burst through but you know he came through played the masters and everyone went he's good and then he won it the year, the next year like is Minwoo Lee going to do that probably not no like who is the person who's going to appear well we don't know yet but for Tiger to do that was yeah it was, it was something else and there's some crazy stats as well let me just bombard you with two good stats, stats that I saw this Go week on. if you'd come tied 11th in all the Rolex series events on the PGA Tour this year yeah. For the last 18 years, mm. you would have topped the money list. No way. So you wouldn't even have to win yeah. those events. Tied 11, so out of the top 10 on the Rolex series events, would put you top of the money yeah, list at the end of the year, it. which is bonkers. It's consistency, and that's why you're going to look at people like Tyrrell Hatton and Tommy Fleetwood. You're right, actually. I'm, I'm coming around to the European thing. Actually, there is real, there is more strength and depth now, I think, than there was a couple of years ago. I'll look into the article more. We can talk about it in the next mm. episode. But the guy was, it was just, he presented a really interesting argument with the names that you saw were all really good golfers. And there was still two or three positions available for golfers I'd never heard of yeah. that could go on and make a name for themselves. But the vast majority were like, yeah, they're great golfers. They've won. They can go and but do also, it. Also, in terms of what, you know, when Liv sort of took away a lot of our European players like your Poulter and your Westwood and your Garcia they were all already peaked anyway as was shown two years ago when we got absolutely hammered right so that, that yeah they were they were done 
it was already how many more Ryder Cups are these boys going to play anyway? Right. They were almost, they were sort of borderline veterans at that point. But the, the, the Ryder Cup has a great history of Yapolters, people who aren't major winners. They're not even really big tournament winners, to be honest. They're just, they, they have grown up playing loads of club golf. They've played loads of team golf. They love match play. And they yeah. become giants when they play the Ryder Cup. So actually, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the way that they come along is that you don't see it coming. No one, no, people saw Polter in the team and laughed at him years ago. You know, yeah, it, it, that's and that will happen. And then he became again. the guy. Yeah, it will happen again. Be the guy, Tom. Be the guy. And very quick challenge tour update. Yeah. Our boys still going on to dominate. Brandon Robinson Thompson oh, doing bits for the last yes. few weeks. Um, Alex Fitzpatrick went on to win, which is amazing. Oh, wow. After the week I was there, he went on to go and win in um, win in uh, is it St Melian down on yes. uh, down in Cornwall. Yes. He he won there. Uh, Jordan Gumberg, our guy that got through on qualifying, has been top ten for the last two. There's, it's really interesting to watch Excellent. it. Excellent. I need to check it out. It's just the presenter annoys me, but I will. I'll have a look. Yeah, screw that guy. Um, all right. Thank you very much for listening to Golf is Ruining My Life. Don't forget to, you know, subscribe. Like, chuck us a review. That'd be nice. That always helps. And um, at some stage, when Tom's moved house, we're going to film some more Versus episodes as well for your enjoyment. Yeah, and can you imagine when I've got a new golf course and I'm playing, I'm playing again full-time and I can't wait to tell everyone about it? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's when I'm basically going to move in with you. You do know that, don't it's you? It's coming. See you next time. Oh,